Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Least. On today's episode, we're diving into the cold case of the Vatican girl, Emanuela Orlandi. It's been 40 years since the disappearance, and it is still a mystery. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks from any kind of genre... Fiction, nonfiction, historical fiction, autobiographies, thrillers. Audible has them all. If you want a free 30-day trial and free audiobook of your choice, head on over to audibletrial.com slash Larry21. And without further ado, let's dive right in. It has been 40 years since the disappearance of 15-year-old Emanuela Orlandi, Orlandi, excuse me, who went missing after attending her flu classes. Many theories popped up after her disappearance, but none brought the police close to Emanuela. What happened to Emanuela? It, it is still a mystery. Emanuela was born January 14, 1968, as the fourth of five children. Her father worked as an employee of papal household. The family lived inside the historic Vatican City, having access to Vatican Gardens. In Rome, she was a sophomore in high school. Even though the academic year was over, 
She maintained her three times the weekly flu classes at the Tomaso Ludovico de Victoria School, which is affiliated with the Pontifical Institute of Sacred Music. She also sang in the choir the Vatican Cathedral. To commute to the music school, which was at the Piazza di Saint Polinaire, or an Andy generally traveled by bus. After a few stops, she would get off and walk the remaining few hundred meters. On June 22, 1983, she arrived late for class. Since it was a hot day, she had requested her brother, Pietro, to take her, but he had other responsibilities. She loved going to the music class not only because of her immense interest in music, but also because she was attracted to Alberto Lorienti, a guy in her class who was four years older than her. On her way to class that afternoon, she encountered a man who had a green BMW who claimed to be from Avon and offered her a job to promote, to promote Avon Cosmetics. When Emanuela called home that afternoon to talk to her mother, her sister Federica informed her that her mother was not present. She mentioned that a man had offered her a job where she had to promote Avon Cosmetics the next Saturday. She also said that he was visiting after class to check if her mama gives her permission or not, and he had promised her 375 liras. The payment provided for a two or three hour work was not reasonable. Federica, who had once worked for Avon, advised her sister to put the situation behind her, come back home right away. When she got to the lesson, she was disturbed and asked to leave early at about 6.50 p.m. She and a female friend discussed the job offer after class, and the friend later left the girl at a bus stop with another girl. According to witnesses, she was last seen getting into a big, dark-colored BMW. On Thursday, June 23rd at 3 p.m., the parents called the dean of the music academy to inquire whether any of their daughter's peers had any vital information. The police had urged waiting because, quote, maybe the girl was with companions. That day, she was formally declared to be missing. Her disappearance was covered in articles in the tabloids in the days following her last sighting. The Orlandi's family's phone number was listed in the papers, and calls started to come in almost immediately. A boy called the Orlandi residence on June 25th at 6 o'clock, stating that his name was, apologies for butchering this, Pierre Luigi, and he was 16 years old. He provided a profile at Fitz Emanuela when he informed Orlandi's parents that he, had, he and his partner had seen her that afternoon in Piazza Novona. He claimed Orlandi had just gotten a haircut and that she had simply run away from home because her life was dull and was now earning money by selling Yvonne cosmetics. He conveyed, conveyed that she would return by the end of the summer. Two SISDE agents called the Earl Namnies on the 26th at about 23.45, which is 11.45. They were Mario Volpiani and Giulio Ganji, Emmanuel's father, and they said they were from SISDE and that they were looking into the white slave trade. To record the calls, the agents were instructed to install a listening device on the phone, so they did as instructed. They then requested to take a brief peek at Emanuela's room and all of her belongings, including her diaries. It wasn't just a cursory glance, rather it was thorough documentation that was repeated on succeeding days. On June 28th, a man who answered the phone and introduced himself as Mario claimed to run a pub close to Ponte Vittorio between the Vatican and the Music Academy. 
He claimed that a young woman named Barbara, a new client, had opened up to him about running away from home, but had promised to return for her sister's wedding. On June 30th, several posters with a Romanian's image were pasted throughout Rome. The theory of abduction was made official for the first time on July 3rd when Pope John Paul II addressed those guilty for Alandi's absence at the Angelus. The first of many anonymous phone calls reached the Alandi family two days later. Emanuela was allegedly held captive by a terrorist organization that demanded Mehmet Ali Akka, the Turkish man who shot the Pope in May 1981, be released. No other details were provided. Other calls were received over the next few days, including a call from a man who called himself The American and played an audio tape of Orlandi's voice over the phone. A few hours later, the same individual proposed trading Orlandi for Akka during another phone call to the Vatican. The unnamed speaker referred to the prior phone conversation with Mario and Pier Luigi, describing them as members of the organization. On July 6th, uh, Emanuela's father visits Dino Manduzzi, the prefect of the Pontifical Residence, to inquire if a communication regarding his daughter has been delivered. The prefect queries Martina Samalo, temporary secretary of state, who rejects. Martinez Samalo refuses to acknowledge that a call was made until Manduzzi insists on it. <clears throat> The National Information Agency answer receives a call from a young guy the same day saying, We have spoken to the Vatican Secretary and information that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Vatican is withholding. You can locate the evidence that the girls in our custody did trash can on Parliament Square. The editor visits the location and discovers a copy of the identity card from the music school, a receipt for an exam fee, the phone number of the Orlandi family, and the handwritten words, with great affection, your Emanuela. On day eight, a voicemail addressed to Ansel is left at the home of the classmates studying music, Laura Cassangrit, Cassangrit, uh, Grande, the... Apologies. Three calls were made to the Pace of the Sierra editors on July 10th. The caller, who has an Anglo-Saxon accent, claims that the organization is just concerned with freeing Agkut and has no desire in demanding a ransom. The airport chapel holds a letter that Emanuela wrote to her parents, a picture of the back of the music school card, and a handwritten note that reads, Dear Mom and Papa, don't worry about me. I'm all right are actually on the altar. On July 14th, Emanuela's friend Carla de Blasio receives a call with a message that needs to be given to Ansel. Quote, In St. Peter's Square, facing the Angelus window, we are placing a tape, directed to some technicians who have regarded the first one fraudulent. The mother of Carla informs Ansel journalists who visit St. Peter's Square, but discover nothing. A tape encased in a sheet was found on the stairs, leading from Dataria Street to Carrionol Square on June 17th. According to a phone call to the ANSA office, quote, the tape of which we had spoken to Mrs. de Blasio was discovered by Vatican officials. The technician who looked over the initial recording is addressed in one from this afternoon. On July 21st, two identical letters are delivered to Messagaro and ANSA offices. The letters are written in German without a name and are sent from Frankfurt. The postmark is for July 17th. The communications regarding Emanuela's disappearance that were received between July 5th and October 24th were analyzed in a top-secret report dated November 14th, 1983, which won't be made public for another 12 years. Vincent Parisi, the Italian Secret Service's temporary director at the time, contributed significantly to the report's creation. On the morning of May 14, 2001, 18 years later, the parish priest of the Gregory Seventh Church, close to the Vatican, found a small, incomplete human skull on a bag with a photograph of Padre Pio in a confessional or school has not been positively identified, but the finding raised questions about whether or not it is. Emmanuel's father passed away in 2004, just one month after his final interview. Pope Francis met the family in 2013, a couple of days after his election, and informed them that Emanuela is in heaven, inferring the girl's passing. The family believed that this comment was evidence that the Holy See was aware of what happened to Emanuela, despite the Vatican's long-standing denials to the contrary. Pietro Orlandi repeatedly requested a meeting with the Pope so that he could ask more questions. But the Vatican never responded. 
On July 11, 2005, a caller to the Italian television program, Shilia Visto, commented that the Orlandi case needed to be solved by determining who was buried in the vault of Rome's Basilica di Sant'Apollinaire. Enrico de Pitis, the head of the Roman gang, and della Raggiano was found buried in the tomb. The tomb was unearthed by the Italian police on, March, on May 14, 2012, and DNA samples were collected. The reason he, a violent offender was placed in the crypt of a significant Roman basilica, a location often de, uh, designated for dignitaries like cardinals, was instantly questioned. In reality, a media report on this unusual internment from 1997 provoked outrage from the police union, but since neither the Vatican nor Opus Dei, owners of the basilica, felt compelled to defend it, the issue was forgotten. Excuse me. In 2005, an unidentified caller urged a look into the favor that De Pedis did for Cardinal Poletti, ostensibly because it was the reason for his internment at Santa Polinaire. At the time, Poletti served as both the Cardinal Vicer of the Diocese of Rome and the President of the Episcopal Conference of Italy. The Italian Ministry of Interior acknowledged in 2012 that Poletti had given his consent for the burial. Even though there were no hints in the tomb connecting Depetis to Orlandi, the revelation aroused for the first time the possibility that Banda della Magiliana may have been responsible for the girl's abduction. Mancini claimed in, 2000, in 2011 that the gang was attacking the Vatican in several ways, including Orlandi's kidnapping, in an effort to get them to repay significant sums of money that they had lent to the Vatican Bank this was a Vatican-affiliated Roman bank that was used to launder funds obtained through fraudulent transfers, notably those made by the Banda della Magiana. Later, this idea came to be known as the Polish money theory. Father Gabriel and Morth, an exorcist who was 85 years old, said that Orlandi was murdered after being abducted by a Vatican policeman for sex parties in May 2012. He asserted that representatives of an unknown foreign embassy were also involved. With the 2022 launch of the Netflix documentary Vatican Girl, which features an exclusive statement from one of Orlandi's close friends, the Vatican sex scandal theory reappeared. The unnamed woman said that a week prior to her disappearance, Orlandi told her that she had been sexually assaulted in the Vatican Gardens on numerous occasions by, quote, someone close to the Pope. A new investigation committee was requested in the Italian Parliament's 2022 cross-party motion regarding the young girl's disappearance and two other incidents of murdered and missing girls. Vatican declared on January 9, 2023 that it will resume the investigation into Emanuela Orlandi's disappearance. Alessandro uh, Didi, head prosecutor, was chosen by Pope Francis to oversee the investigation. The Vatican intends to carry out a thorough investigation that will reevaluate all documents, studies, and testimony. This investigation will tell us what actually happened to Emanuela Orlandi, or she might have always remained as the missing Vatican girl. Let us know your thoughts on this case in the comments section below. What do you think happened? Is the Vatican involved? Or is somebody else responsible?
As always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel, smash that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. If you want to support the channel and help us grow and bring in new hosts and be able to pay them, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. You can donate as much as you want or as little as you want. And as always, thank you so much for your donations and watching and listening, and we will see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.